This is Cinema Architects, where four future architects sit down and design an awesome movie plot. Nice guys do finish last. <laughs> you guys are assholes. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Cinema Architects. I'm Robbie. I'm Austin. And I'm Josh. And today we have a, a themed episode coming your way. Um, this one is evidently going to be a fantasy episode. And today it's not Josh that has the theme. It's Austin. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how this goes. Alright, so my idea, which I, I mean, I've kind of, it's probably a lot like other ideas, but no idea is actually original, so whatever, it's fine. So the idea is that in our world, our world now, it, I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be specifically now, but like during our time period, all of a sudden, like these realms and like different areas start like, popping up again i don't know they reveal themselves somehow like atlantis somehow hmm. shows up again or if it ever did i don't know that's right <laughs> or like this sky city all of a sudden like appears in the sky and all of this you know like all of these realms and stuff start appearing in the world which may have been there already may have not i don't know but that's what that happens and so there's this team of people that has to do like recon missions basically to these different realms and to see like are they friend are they foe like what is happening in this world and also like trying to get them to see like our culture like this is how we work this is how we work on earth like just being that middle person to like these two new realms and then something ensues each time that they go to these realms so i honestly this might not be a movie it sounds like a series it might be a series yes a series of movies like harry potter it could be a series of movies or it could be like a series a, a television series Ooh, like long form netflix type of thing right. hour long episodes right mm. yes okay yeah cool first question yes are these supposed realms always kind of like the legendary thing like atlantis it doesn't always have to be some of them can be made up like the sky world i made up i just think it's cool imagery and then but others i think at least in like the starting few episodes i think you need to bring stuff that's familiar to people like atlantis Mm. or yeah i'm trying to think of other ones oh gosh um i was for some reason my first thought was um a mongolian type army okay it's like someone's out in the the steppe that desert in asia and they're kind of struggling and and all of a sudden they see this kind of herd of people Mm. and they're like oh rescue oh those guys look grumpy Uh, (laughs) right and they're kind of like the the army's like what the hell are you doing here how the hell did you get here really angry maybe in mongolian right um hopefully i mean i think i don't think we need to have everything in english no no definitely not and it doesn't have to be Mongolian, but just no, that type of thing. But yeah, so it doesn't have to be necessarily fantastical, but it could be like historical. Mm. Or maybe, yeah, you know, maybe it is, you know, it's always this like type of fictional thing. Maybe it's just like <laughs> that Great Wall thing, the Matt Damon movie, and it's just like, 
You know, it's just, they just go to the Matt Damon world with the alien going after China. Yeah, but let's not whitewash ours. Let's, <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a joke. I, that was a bad. Movie. <laughs> it was it was not good. Visually great, terrible you saw movie. It? I saw it. Yes, I did. My family loves Transformers. Okay, oh. sue me. <laughs> I don't. We'll I do not like Transformers, but yeah. Okay. This is interesting. So maybe the first, whether it's episode or the first act, maybe not the first act, but maybe the first few scenes are a few scenes of people around the world kind of interacting with these new realms. Right. Now, are these all earthly? Like, it's not... I mean, they're all, like... I don't know how to ask this. Like It no, wouldn't be like people from Westeros are placed onto Earth. It would be... Like a gateway type of situation? It'd, it'd be a Westeros-type world but it's still based on our geography and all that right it's kind of like a stargate thing which is why i was thinking on the way here i was like oh this is kind of like stargate and star trek a little bit which sci-fi and fantasy they, they have a lot of commonalities so are yeah. there similar they have their own well. section at the bookstore yes <laughs> they do so is it is the interaction with these realms a matter of going through an apparatus no, well, they may have, they may have gone through an apparatus, but you can just walk in. Like, anybody can walk into these realms, which is why this task force... But it's not the same as walking into Minnesota. It is. It think, is. The realm exists on the, on our Earth. On our Earth. Okay, think, sorry, that's, that's what really, I was trying Yeah, sorry. I think that's really interesting, like, just kind of this, this strange, like, almost Lovecraftian, indescribable, mm. like, feeling and how like like a shift in how things work like you're just walking and then all of a sudden oh wait something's not quite right and then like you know over the next cliff there's a giant water city that's made out of steam pipes and stuff and right yeah right it's just everything has changed and that's why this team is basically trying to make normalize it basically they're sure. trying to normalize the new realm and being like hey like i know you're probably freaking out right now but like this is our world this is how we work and trying to be like, go back home and be like hey this is a thing now sure they're their own country well also it could get very political and being like well are they part of the u.s are they part of this other country <laughs> like sure. are they their own thing and this is this kind of like a thing where they're trying to map it out too like because I right, imagine it's yeah. not like big things that just kind of pop up in the middle of the ocean. It's kind of like, like what if you took one one quilt and then just kind of superimposed it within the other and they just kind of mm-hmm. interlock with each other that kind of way? You know what I mean? Right. Like how these right. worlds just kind of just start, get, start getting intermixed like weirdly and that's why you can just wander from one section of the Midwest into... Uh, Atlantis. Right. I know. I keep going to that, too. I know. (laughs) What if an entire city was just gone? Or that, too. Ooh, missing extant cities. And there's a a new realm within its place. Right. Yeah. And that could be as well. Maybe that's a maybe that's a season two or a season three thing where it's like, what do we do with the stuff we lost? We where lost is it? it? Right. And so I think, and I think these do not. All of these do not happen simultaneously. Oh, okay. okay. I think one one thing happens right away. Okay. And we try to deal with that one thing, and maybe that goes over. It's probably just the pilot, honestly. 
because the big reveal at the end is like oh crap there's another one you know so mm. like right away they go in they're like trying to figure this out uh, well I think a lot of it, probably most of that episode is just like us trying to figure <laughs> out what this is right away and then they finally get go in during half halfway through that episode and they're interacting with these people and like stuff goes wrong as it always does and then at the end I think I think they somehow get a conclusion at the end of this first place which mm. I I'm going to say end, yeah. yeah I'm going to say shut up I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, I mean there's no cliffhanger with this first okay. round I, I think they I think it, it wraps up pretty nicely in okay. a tight bow and I'm going to say it's Atlantis because everybody knows about it sure. and then at the end they reveal like oh crap there's another one so now we're going to mm. start this team to do these. We need to assemble a task force. Now, I wonder if Atlantis... (laughs) I wonder if Atlantis should be the first one. Because Atlantis is like a big scale city. True. Yeah. And I think they've always been... I shouldn't say always, but they always seem to have some sort of militaristic connotation. Right. Right. So I'm wondering if they become an antagonist. Almost. Okay. So yeah, and honestly, I, I get you because that's a lot more because that's gonna get into the political realm of like, yeah. are they their own thing and whatever, and that's that is a bigger story. So yeah, maybe it's more of the like Mongolian army or whatever, something small. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could start with a few small ones, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, I don't know whatever force this is, but maybe there's a few aberrations. So I wrote down some possibilities. Maybe all of a sudden a castle in like the English countryside becomes occupied. As it was in the Middle Ages, okay. and there's the army, there's the step army, so it's very small, localized. Right, square mile here, square mile here. Um, so I said for a December episode, Santa's workshop. Yes, <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yes, but then there's this huge complex that is Atlantis, mm-hmm. and that's the biggest aberration they've ever seen. Yeah, and they, bec- I mean, they can hold their own against our military. Like they're so right. good, they're so yeah. technologically. Advanced water bending, maybe. Right. You get that kind of like Disney's Atlantis kind of thing, where it's like they have that weird technology that yeah. right kind right. of stands up to the test Something of time. Like weirdly, yeah. yeah. That could be the cliffhanger at the end. Maybe they do, ex- you know, start to explore these smaller places like the castle, whatever else there is, and then at the end they're like, Colonel. Yeah, I shouldn't say Colonel because I don't want to get militaristic. Well, but... I mean, it's it's a it's a trope that all sci-fi and fantasy really kind of goes to. It's always a militaristic guy. Doctor. <laughs> there you go. You gotta see this. Where are you? We're in the Atlantic Ocean. Right. And then just right. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Next yep. episode, Atlantis. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. so now this is maybe just like my own personal <clears throat> preference creeping in here, but if if there is going to be kind of like. This, this military element that peeks into the show every once in a while, can we mu- not make them, like, totally fucking useless? Because I feel like that's what every single fantasy kind of show does, where it's like, you know, um, some some type of Godzilla monster comes in, and people are like, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, we got to try to shoot him with all of our stuff. Oh, it's not working. Our best technology that we have in the world doesn't work to kill this thing. Oh, no, I think our military should be very capable. Yeah, that's well, the thing. and honestly, in some of these things, like the Mongolian army, they're not, they're no match for our military. I think, I think we go more into, like, the, the political diplomatic specter of this. Maybe that threat. Right, right. Sure. Which is honestly kind of a 
allegory is that the right word it might be yeah. continue allegory on today's society okay. i mean we don't we don't uh, suddenly go into war because no, no, i was just li- i was listening to that cold war mm-hmm. podcast and now and everything has changed since then you know like we have mutually assured destruction oh yeah everywhere mm-hmm. so like it's not our first action is never war anymore well hopefully we'll see <laughs> But our first action is never war. And so that's why I think this focusing on the diplomacy and the politics and all of that is better because it, it more reflects our society today. Yeah. No, I think it would be good. And maybe, you know, maybe one of these groups has a stable genius at the helm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I don't, and honestly, I don't think we need a general character. <clears throat> Because no, I, I honestly, I I, no, I know, but I honestly don't think that there's anyone out there anymore that's just like we need to go to war every single time that a conflict comes up. You know, well, I don't know if that's necessarily a defining trait of generals. Right. No. No. I but know. But that's, but that's an easy thing to tack on to them. You know, and yeah. most stories have it to where they just want to go to war. Every everything that comes up is like, I'm gonna go to war. I'm gonna go to war. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the maybe the the military in this case could actually be kind of nice. Right. Maybe they say we don't want to fight. We absolutely do not want to fight. This is oh, not worth our time. Angle. But they're yeah. helping out groups of scientists because they have worldwide infrastructure. The United right. States military can go anywhere at any time. Oh, sure, right. yeah. And, and so they're just, they're like, hey, we're here to help. We'll get you here. We'll get you set up here. Um, we'll have protection, because that's always important. You never know who right. you're dealing with. Right, So maybe they're just actually decent people. Yeah. Not that they are not actually decent no, people. yeah. But, but we can portray them as people who are not bloodthirsty. Right, sure. We exactly. can do it in kind of a cool way. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I just think it, it, it's <laughs> overly used. Anything that happens in a sci-fi or fantasy movie there's always there's always some guy who's like we're gonna go to war and then everything fucks up which i think we can find conflict and a climax in a better way than just going to war Mm -hmm. i agree which i mean i think even doctor who which i love the show and it's very it's it it goes it it touches up on a lot of different areas you know uh-huh. but I think sometimes it does go to that trope all the time about like or if we want a big climax yeah go to war yeah. like all of their big episodes except this last Christmas special I was very surprised no war nothing <laughs> there was no antagonist being like we're taking over the universe or anything this is still like, Capaldi right yeah okay well now it's not it's Jodie Whittaker super excited about oh, that's what I was wondering if it was going to be her mm-hmm. but I didn't know when she was take, taking up the role yep she is this fall. Cool. I have to wait till then. Bleh. But yeah. I didn't know you were a Whovian. I am a Whovian. Alright, yeah. So we have... That almost... It sounds like we're starting to assemble a first season. Do we want to just limit our scope for this episode to one season? I would say so, yeah. It, okay. it, it might get a little too much. <laughs> sure. Yeah, to I agree. Past that. Unless we want to make this a series. <clears throat> mm. Oh yeah, this could be the offshoot podcast that we start next. You know, well that couple or, episodes into this one, or I meant like <laughs> this. This could have like four parts to it. Like a oh, show. I see. But this could oh. be fun to revisit. It could. Yeah, be I think it would be good to yeah. revisit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But okay, so for now, what we're thinking for the season one structure is smaller scale stuff scattered throughout, 
And then the climax is having to deal with Atlantis, is that right? Yeah, and I think they come in at like episode three or four, and then they're a pretty big part of the show for the next remaining how many episodes that we have. So they're kind of like this this shadow that's like looming over the rest of the season? Right. Okay. Right. And I honestly, I think that there's one group of people that we always go back to during these seasons. Well, the main, the main yeah. people are dealing with like all of these, but like there's always a group that we go back to of, oh, what's happening back in Atlantis? So I had two thoughts. One, <clears throat> this, so the scientists, where do they come from? Okay, I don't know where they come from. But I think it'd be really interesting because there are already scientists uh, in Antarctica. I mean, that's basically the only people right. in Antarctica is just right. scientists. Okay. So maybe one of the first uh, aberrations, as I've started to think of them as, um, maybe that happens in Antarctica, and it is the Mountains of Madness. It's Ooh. a Lovecraftian. I think that'd be so cool. Hell yeah. Bring it'd be more super mysterious. You'd never, I mean, it hasn't really been done so much. I think it'd be really cool. So those guys are already picking up experience just for being down there. Um, maybe they're kind of out of contact, so they don't know that this is happening worldwide. Um, I think the castle one is probably pretty easy to do. I like the castle one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just pretty straightforward. You just get people and put them in tattered clothing and they talk right exactly yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they talk like they're in you know, any fantasy movie right uh, so that's an easy one to do well you're taking our castle there gov <laughs> <laughs> but I think there should be one that is kind of in uh, in a little bit of a duel with Atlantis and this is how we find out that Atlantis is a threat because they take over the other one mm. so the US I'm just saying the US but the modern societies have done a good job of being very hands-off, not not doing anything, not killing anyone, not hurting anyone, just letting them do their thing. Right. Atlantis, they just do it. They just take them over. They're like, yeah, we're done with you. And, it and could, that's how we know they're a threat. Right, and it could be an island, <coughs> an island nation that doesn't have yeah, the army be. or anything. Oh, uh, yeah. That'd be cool. Okay. Or it could be the sky place. Now could they control be. the air. It could be interesting if we had the the right plot stuff, like how they would get up there. Sky high. Sky high. I wrote that Yes. <laughs> can I can I add a little footnote for, for later and probably not this episode, but as yeah, long as sure. we're doing Antarctica, we could like, <clears throat> we could throw in, in season two or something like, why are we going back to Antarctica? What's good? Well, John Carpenter's The Thing is there. <laughs> we have to take care of it. I just like the thing. That's you all. do. You really like the thing. It's really cool. <laughs> it's just a really we're, cool. We're concept. not putting our hands on copyrights. <laughs> well, we, they wouldn't say John Carpenter's the well, thing. Well, no, I know. Like you know, scary ice monster. I don't know. <laughs> right. I think it would be very cool to have all of these things going on at once and having a very uh, Game of Thrones esque. Feel yeah, to yeah. the show. I was going to ask that if yeah. we're going to have if we were going to have you know protagonist main character go, like globe hopping or if we're just going to kind of kind of make it I don't know I I almost want to say Twilight Zoney but it's like it's a continuous thing but it's like different cast of characters each time or something and maybe mm. they meet up at some An point anthology perhaps anthology would be the better word that eventually right. yeah then they could meet up at like maybe certain points in. In, yeah. It is kind of Game of Thronesy when I when you start. Well, playing no, it, I mean I if you've ever seen Easy, which I would recommend, it's on Netflix. I I have actually watched a couple of episodes. Yeah. yeah, each episode's about a different group of people, but they kind of it's all set in Chicago, so they do kind of interesting. 
And don't and, and isn't it the same episodes for every season? So like season one, episode two, the next correlates like to, cor- correlates to season two, episode two, right? I can't confirm that. I, I that's it's what cool. I thought, but it's so cool. If they doesn't, I like the idea. Um, but I guess format. yeah, it would be a cool format. But I guess I was thinking more of it, during an episode, it would do blips of each one just because i think in this type of scenario you have to like correlate the times with everything Mm -hmm. you know okay because otherwise people will get very confused so you're thinking in the space of one episode you see castle stuff and antarctica stuff and sky sky right and maybe a class or two at sky (laughs) (laughs) yes But yeah, I guess, but I mean, one, one is focused on, you know, like one episode is focusing on the castle, but maybe there'll be blips of the other one, you know? Yeah. Okay. But, and then eventually, probably by like season three, like all of these places, well, some of them they've already kind of like figured out and they're kind of gone or they're just doing their own thing. Uh Uh-huh. But I think by season four, just like Game of Thrones, it's kind of like they all meet or it's like cut scenes by cut scenes by cut scenes, like a lot of cut scenes because mm-hmm. we need to know what's going on in every one of these places. Right. Hmm. And we could say, man, we are, we're not sticking in the realm of season one right now, but I could, we could say that we wrap it all up in five seasons and not have it go on for too long. Right. <laughs> right. That's fair. Yeah, we did get kind of off season. Well, I mean, but we're, we're. We're getting the, like, structure of the show down. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Which is okay. All right, let's take a break. All right, we're back. And uh, we've done our brainstorming, and uh, we're going to start our little lightning round of worlds that we think would be good in this new little series of ours. I'm going to say, Austin, you start, because it was your idea. Okay. Now, hold on. Do we want to say them one per person? Like, uh-huh. go around that's, kind of, okay, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, we're on the same page here. Three-person ping pong. Mm. Here we go. Yes, especially since I think we're going to have some similar ideas. Let's slap those balls back and forth. <laughs> 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 Why did you say that? <laughs> that's how ping pong. You slap the balls. This is a three-person game. <laughs> some people have three balls, Robbie. It's not... Okay, it's not normal. But anyway, <laughs> anywho, all right. First one: an underground village of mole people. Oh, damn! Yes, that's good. but not cool. the mole people from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Fantastic show. <laughs> but wasn't yes. thinking that. But I no. realized your discrepancy. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I thought of an American colony. It could take place uh, on uh, in North America. Uh, like mm. Roanoke. It could be Roanoke. Oh, Roanoke comes back. But like weird supernatural Roanoke or something right. with all the weird ghost stories that happen. I don't know. Right. I want to say that was a thing. The story's worth it. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was thinking Victorian steampunk. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. just... Steve. Which I so, think should be dirigible based in the sky. Yeah, that yeah. could definitely work for that Sky City concept that so we were talking about. Yeah, Sky City. I was also thinking a harbor, steampunk harbor, mm, maybe even. Equally yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no steampunk. Let's just say that we all thought steampunk. We did. We did. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, Robbie. No, no, we didn't take it from No, no, no. No, we just, we all are on the same page with steampunk. Yeah, so it's a very cool and popular genre. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> very popular. Very cool and popular. <laughs> Trust me. 
Please. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I stole your thing, Josh. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I stole Robbie's thing. So there we go. Just a it's just a lot of yanking of ideas. Mm-hmm. All right. So I also had the idea of a miniature town that somebody just finds on their shelf one day, Ooh. like with many people. Cool. Yeah. I like it. And then they have to call, like, it's somebody's kid, and they're just like, Mommy, look at all these little people on my shelf. What is happening? Mommy, an entire civilization coalesced overnight. Exactly. Look at the space-time aberration, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking a modern wizardry setting. Okay. A, a la The Magicians or Harry Potter. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Squeaky. Maybe it's like interweaved within our own urban framework. Okay, see, that was actually kind of one of my ideas too, but more generally said. And, mine, okay. I just called mine low fantasy, because that's kind of the... That's right, right. Significantly more uh, generic. Not yes. generic, but... Right. But I was thinking it's that kind of thing. much broader. Where there's some punk on a street who can shoot fireballs out of his hand or see, something. See, and that's what I was thinking too. I was just thinking a low single... Fantasy. That's pretty low fantasy. If it's magic, magic in New York, yeah, yeah, that's that's low fantasy. I don't know. Pretty I don't sure know it if is. it is because low fantasy, like Game of Thrones, is low to mid fantasy, and there's almost no magic. Oh, that's your def. Okay, see, I guess that's my not mine, definition. That's the. It is the <laughs> definition. Okay, okay, I guess I didn't know. All right, All right. Josh. We'll no, see. Right. Like that's. <laughs> If we Google low fantasy books, it'll be like it's just yeah. okay. All right, all right. Whatever. I mean, that's but a, yeah, no, no. That's, that's a topic for another day. Yeah, but, yeah. right. But yeah, but no, I get I the did. gist of what you're saying, and yeah, that's okay. what I was thinking too. Just like some wizard shows up or whatever. Yeah, sure. Just one. Or? Just one, maybe. Maybe I reckon a horde, it could be Merlin. A horde of wizard Merlin. Yeah. Because then, what if there's a relation between Merlin and the castle, mm. which we already said was going to be in there. But maybe the castle was from a much later period. So Merlin is a myth for that castle as well as for us. Oh. So it's like a multi-layered. Ooh, I like that. Okay. I like that. You should write that down. Also Nessie. Oh, I like, yeah. I'm going to write down yeah. Nessie. Nessie. That's, that's a good one. Sure. Uh, another one. I wrote a, quote, Warcraft-type fantasy game where there, or, you know, it could be Elder Scrolls or another. Mm. So high fantasy. I was just going to say a high, <laughs> fantasy, oh, a high fantasy video game or, or video game or something like that. <laughs> right. I was trying not to say Lord of the Rings, but something a little more a little more broad where there's elves, orcs, and I mean, it could be a village, but there's there's all of these other races and maybe that's how that kind right. of, that's where some of the tension of that area comes from. Right. Mm. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess mine kind of fits in that too. My next one is just, I'm just calling Dragon Slayers. Ooh. Where it's just kind of like, um, you know, it's it's not just, it's not kind of typical Arthurian, there's a bunch of knights and like a dragon. It's like, there's kind of a culture that there's so many dragons that they have to have this kind of like a whole society around it. Kind of how to train your dragon, but I'm thinking a little <laughs> more, I don't know, sophisticated, like... If you've ever heard of, like, I think it's called the Dragons of Pern. It's like an old sci-fi series that I read one time, where there's like, like drag. They have to ha- ride these dragons in order to like ride them and have them burn these mushroom spores out of the sky so that they don't die. Like it's a really interesting series. But I'm, huh. anyways, the concept of dragon slayers or you know tamers, but I, I like slayers better. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Um, so I got one more. Um, I have a whale with a city on it, Ooh, so that the nice. city submerges. I don't know if you guys ever saw um, Aladdin and the Prince of Thieves, which is the third. It's it's it was a straight to home video. It it was not that good, but in that they had like a turtle that had a town on it, and then mm-hmm. it submerged something yeah. like that. Obviously not straight to my home. No, it, I mean I it's it was terrible, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had two more, and I'll just kind of throw them out there. We did mention superheroes already. Mm. I thought it might be interesting if there was kind of a... And I don't know how you would work that into a world. You could have a low-end super... Like, not Superman level, but like... X-Men. Maybe, yeah. But that's like a species thing. Yeah. Right. I I mean, it could just be in New York City, the Baxter building appears. It just takes the place of another skyscraper. Mm. Or Avengers Tower or whatever. Right. Oh, okay, sure. It could be something like, it's just very small scale, all of a sudden there's just superheroes that are living in the middle of actual New York City. Right. And then the other one I said, um, it might be interesting if maybe there was like a spaceship or an orbiting base of some sort from a sci-fi world that when it was phased into our world it lost connection to the ground. Like, it didn't have a signal between it and the ground, so it had no geospatial relations to its new world, and it kind of crashes, and they have to kind of... They're trying to figure out how to get away, and yeah. So a crashed spaceship. Okay. I thought that might be cool as well. Yep. Okay, and as far as um, my ideas go, I also have two more left. I may as well just throw them out. Um, my my, My first is just cat people. Just like a just a city full of cat people. Let's get weird with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, just dudes and chicks with cat ears and and like like freaking uh, Thundercats kind of shit. You know, kind of leave the door open for other domestic animals. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe just cats. No. no, I, I <laughs> no. Bring him back, Dogman. Yeah. Yes. Nope. Dogman, Batman. All right, and my <laughs> other one. Is uh, space bounty hunters? Okay. Oh, uh, kind of like in a like if like the kind of nope actually. Although I do love that. No, I was thinking more along the lines of like a Metroid kind of technology, oh. where it's like people have all these kind of enhancements on their body that help them shoot cool guns. Do you think that they come to Earth then because they hear of all of these weird and wacky things? Ooh, this could be the exception to the rule that they pop up on Earth. Right, like they've been here the entire... Well, I mean, the others might have too, but like this is like... They travel... They travel. From space or extra-dimensionally to come here. Right. To this veritable theme park of... Right. Of stuff I basically guess. Yeah. yeah yeah um so yeah maybe that has maybe oh, that one has some traction which to it. then also okay so our world has now become like this theme park and maybe like the mm. humans are so like against it now and like we hate that we're just this freak show now you know mm. let's go back to the way it was mm-hmm. nukes. politics well politics. that's even more politics yep. right <laughs> very good mm. All right. right. Now it's time for the apology segment. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie, I'm sorry. The definition of low fantasy is not what I stated. It's what you stated. That's right. I'm sorry. Thank you. (laughs) No, that's okay. (laughs) No, it's just high fantasy being one thing. It's not a spectrum as I expected. And swear I've read before, but that's okay. 
Since we're on this uh, apology segment, mm-hmm. are you guys going to apologize no, to Lady no. Bird nope. yet? No. Never. Okay. No. All right. That's nice. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, Casting. We did already. Oh. Did you? Yeah, we said you? sorry. Profusely. Yeah. Mm, that's not enough. Anywho. He's right. Casting. Ca- well, the, character Or is it cats? Oh, God. Well, so you're allergic Stop. to cats. Why did you say cats? Because of... Ubiquitous, kind of. I don't know. I have Thundercats on the brain, dog. Mm, I got you. All right. Okay, back. Character making. I'm sure. gonna say character making because that's that's what I did. So I made a character in this show. Casting and character. Yes. Ca- well, yeah, both. 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 So I have one. So I'll just. Well, I have a character and a cast actually, but the character would be a fantasy cartographer so mm. a person who makes fantasy maps okay who they hired now to make actual maps of these places mm, and the only way they make sense is if they kind of look like a tolkien map <laughs> right right sort of but like they come in and they like have this cuz there's no cartographers anymore you know, really. like maybe there is. I'm not there sure. There are a few, but yeah. Sorry if you're a cartographer. I'm sorry that I'm bashed. <laughs> you're alienating our listener base. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> there are plenty of maps out there. Yeah, the okay. entire aviation industry requires. Yeah, yeah. Maps. Okay. Well, I'm thinking of specific fantasy cartographer who is kind of nerdy, you know, and is just right. like, whoa, like just in awe about all these places. But then as time goes on, they turn into a pretty badass character Mm. which i think who could play this is jenna coleman she was um clara oswald okay on doctor who yes she's a pretty she's a pretty badass character but i think she could play the nerdiness a little bit to start off and then get Mm. into her like whole i could definitely see that yeah because as as austin has emphasized nerds are not badass and can never be they have to stop being She'd be a nerdy badass, okay? okay. No. I meant like <laughs> you just said, be nerdy and then uh, be fun. I know. Okay, so, I'm. That's not. I'm what just. I te- I'm teasing. It was a bad joke. I gotta stop putting myself out there. I'm gonna get beaten down. <laughs> what was I guess? Oh, maybe a like a dungeon master or game master Ooh. has the experience with drawing their own maps right, for right. for games. Yeah. Oh, so I was thinking he would be is, some. Yeah. I was I was thinking a dungeon master when you just said that I thought a dungeon master would make for a really cool antagonist for an episode or something like an omniscient person that you have to beat somehow oh. like yeah so the our world opens up onto some nerd's creation of a world basically be kind of dope <laughs> okay um should I go next yeah okay um. I'm kind of working the other direction from Austin here. I think um, that as far as like putting non-movie actors and stuff into this show, um, Bruce Campbell would make for an excellent addition. Um, he's in Bur- Burn Notice and, of course, Evil Dead. And I think he would make for just like a really cool kind of, I don't know, copish badass who's like, he he plays the part of like, roguish dude in the city who like has guns and is kind of the muscle it's kind of what i think right um not quite as well developed as austin's character maybe but i think he would be a pretty good fit for the show at in at least you know maybe like the low fantasy section of it or something so 
Which, as we know, is more of an intrusional type story. Yes, that's right. right. As we all know, it's where fantasy intrudes on an otherwise normal Right, Robbie? Yes, Josh, what you got? I wrote down two characters. One, and, and I wrote down two actors as well. One is kind of a an exploratory type character, someone who really wants to get kind of down and dirty with these civilizations and and understand and contact and communicate and all that. Kind of like um, the main character from Arrival, played by Amy Adams. Um, mm-hmm. I casted Gina Rodriguez of Jane the Virgin fame. Oh, I thought she'd be good. Yeah. yeah, she kind of has a, a toughness to her. But she's yeah. also she's very warm. She just seems like a very warm character. Yep, yep. My second character, also kind of a scientist, someone. Uh, professionally related to the main character, but not necessarily friends or anything, but, you know, someone kind of professionally related. Played by Zach Braff, who would maybe play a more... just kind of like a, a, a rougher around the edges type guy. He's a little... I mean, he kind of... He's gotten worn down by lab life, maybe. He's been in Antarctica for a while, and he's... I think he's a little bit depressed a little bit just a little bit not too much but someone who's kind of a little more melancholy not thrilled that any of this is happening i think gina rodriguez's character would be thrilled she'd be very excited to see all this and i think he is just kind of you know maybe he's nervous maybe he's actually nervous that this is all going to go wrong Um, but he's not he does not he's almost he's almost antagonistic it's a nice yin and yang yeah yeah so those are my two nice all right. Uh, do you have another one? No, I do not. Okay, I do have one more. I didn't know Josh was going to go for a twofer right away. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. That's um, my uh, my other character. I feel like I'm lacking in variety as far as characters go. But my other character would be played by Ellen Wong, who, um, it, if you don't know her, she played Knives in Scott Pilgrim mm-hmm. vs. the World. Uh... Yeah, and um, I thought she could play kind of, I don't know, like a. Like a reluctant badass, like I don't want her to kind of be like that Asian dragon lady stereotype, you know? Right. Or like she knows kung fu and taekwondo, and like you know, just I don't want her to be a martial arts master or something. I just kind of want her to be good at kicking ass in general, right? And you know, has has a softer side for some element or another, like I don't know animals or a certain personality type of person type of guy woman whatever um and yeah i don't know i think that would make for a pretty good character i don't know where which setting she would fit in specifically maybe dragon slayers who knows nice yeah be interesting if if someone said oh there's this there's this issue in asia in china do you want to handle that ellen ellen Wong? she says no i have no, I've never been Not there. Never, right, I'm talking right. about. Like, I only speak English. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm an American. An idiot. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Just some some thoughts for characters that maybe the audience or our listeners can cast. We probably need some geopolitical players, like presidents, right. or, or politicians. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe some faction leaders from Atlantis, from. Oh, this is a very heavily character-driven yeah. show. Sure, yeah. It'd be interesting to hear and y'all's visuals, thoughts, I guess, if you will. Yeah, I want to know your guys' world takes. <clears throat> yeah, worlds. Mm-hmm. People in those worlds. Yeah, so yeah. get out our Twitter and our Gmail.
Hey, listeners, if you'd like to reach out to us, please visit us at cinemarks at gmail.com. That's cinemarks, not Karl Marx. Cinema, R-C-H-S, at gmail.com. And if you'd also like to follow us on Twitter, we are at cinemarks as well. So we have the main idea. We, be, I mean, we kind of have our first season down, sort of. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. But the main antagonist is Atlantis, mm-hmm. and it kind of like fruitions at the end. And obviously, it has a cliffhanger because we want a season two. Of course, of course, we don't want this to get canceled right away. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Netflix, obviously, this would be on Netflix. It's the way of the future, baby. It is the way of the future. It doesn't have to be Netflix. I mean, it could be or Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. It could be an Amazon original. Right. Okay. Okay. I okay. meant. I meant in that. It's a streaming well. service. Yes. Show. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yep. Sweet. I think that about does it for the podcast. Um, so, unless you guys have anything else to say, um, this has been Cinema Architects. I'm Robbie. I'm Austin. And I'm Josh. See you next time. Yeah! (laughs) Hey y'all, this is uh, Robbie stepping back in here. Um... And I just wanted to thank the guy that's been giving us our uh, music, our little grooves that we've been using at the beginning and end here. Um, and that is my good friend, Nike Schneid. Um, uh, yeah, he's a good friend of mine, and he's, he's been real gracious to let us use that music. You can see more of his music uh, on his SoundCloud if you just go to soundcloud.com slash Nike Schneid. And I'll put the spelling for that in the description. Well, I think that about wraps it up for the podcast. What if Twin Peaks just appears in the Pacific Northwest? (laughs) (laughs) Someone should just find themselves at it. Maybe someone's in a diner and just the Twin Peaks diner appears around them. Sure, yeah. I think that should just happen. Why not? Can that be the bit at the end?